Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast. Today we have a very special episode for y'all. Making his debut on the L7C podcast, we have Mr. Adam Davis. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Welcome your debut on the L7C podcast. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm so glad. I've been waiting a long time coming to be on this show. So just happy to be here. And for those who don't know, Adam has a very interesting tale to get to get where he got today. Like he's gone through a lot and he's one of the, if not in the top three most successful people I know to date right now. So definitely excited for y'all to hear his story. And we're just going to get right into it. First of all, Adam, what do you do? So I model, I act, uh, I direct, I shoot uh, with other people. I do a little bit of everything in the creative space. That's that's what I do in a nutshell. So when you were growing up in Ohio, what made you want to get into this industry, like the modeling entertainment industry? So I never honestly wanted to get into modeling. When I was younger, I just wanted to mainly do acting. So I did stuff at like the Columbus Theater. I did stuff in high school at Gahanna with uh, Miss Bridges. Um, I just love to act. I did a little bit of stuff at Central State when I went there. And I accidentally got into modeling. So I went viral one time when I came up to Ohio to visit my little brother. And a bunch of brands start reaching out. They're like, hey, do you want to shoot? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, sure, I'll shoot. So then I started building a portfolio up and one thing led to another and then I got signed. So that viral moment you were talking about, that's when Good Morning America even highlighted that moment. Did you think that was going to go viral at all? Like, what were your initial reactions when your phone just started blowing up? I was shocked. It didn't seem real because I just went up there, you know, just to surprise my little brother. I wanted to record a video just to have it. And then I posted it and then. My phone just wouldn't go off. And people were like, you're on the news. I'm like, no, I'm not. You're joking. And I mean, even in the group chat, you guys were like, you're going viral, bro. And I'm like, really? And I just, wow, it was crazy. So when you went viral for the first time, did you ever think to yourself, oh, I want to feel this again. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get viral again. Were you pushing for stuff? Because that one with your brother was super organic. So were you trying yeah, to so, then like force stuff to be more viral? Yeah. So that's that's what I've learned over this course of just doing everything. So, yeah, like after that, I was like, I got to go viral again. How do I go viral again? And I would do stuff that was like not me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, you know, say stuff that wasn't me. Just try to get a viral reaction. And I realized it wasn't working. Like you're not going to be able to get that off if you're not being your authentic self which I was in the first viral video. So what I had to learn and get back to was just being myself, finding my niche and just, you know, being who I am. And it helped on Instagram. It helped on, you know, TikTok. Um, and it helped grow my brand. That first call you got for someone to say, hey, do you want to come do a modeling shoot? What were your thoughts? Did you think they were joking? Like, how did you how did you decide this is going to be the person I do my first shoot for whoever that was? I was nervous. I was like, oh, gosh, me? Why me? Like, I, I, I was like, I mean, I was confident, but I was like, uh, like, y'all want to shoot me? Why? 
So I kind of just had to like look in the mirror, listen to a little Kanye and then go to the shoot. And it was good in the moment. But when I look back at the pictures now, I'm like, wow, I was such like an amateur or a rookie. I was like a baby in this. So then after that, you continue to have more shoots. And then you also started getting auditions for like commercials and shows and things of that nature. How was that experience like? When you realize, oh, a lot of people really want me for this work. I'm I can make a career out of this for real. That I mean, I just it 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 was crazy. Like the first time I had an actual audition, it was for Solange's project. She had a a pro a project called uh, "When I Get Home" or "I'm Coming Home," something like that. And it was surreal. I had to record like a self tape at home. They wanted it's very detailed when you do a self tape. They want to see like your hands, how you walk, mm -hmm. how you stand. They want to hear you talk. So I did all that, sent it in. And then I got, you know, a response back. They called me They're like, hey, you know, uh, Solange liked you. Um, they like you. So we want to see you tomorrow, 6 a.m. call time. I'm like, they wake up at 6 a.m. <laughs> like, wow. Like I have to I have to wake up earlier than 6 a.m. I got to get up at like 435 o'clock, be there by six. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time you're just sitting there, like just sitting waiting and that kind of builds up your nerves and you're like whoa like wow am i am i ready to do this and when the moment came i i think i killed it it was really fun had an opportunity to meet solange her husband then uh beyonce as well she was on set and it just made me realize okay i want to do this as long as i can would you consider that moment working with solange knowles meeting Beyonce was that your big break or what would you consider your big break I think that was my big break that was the first time I made a significant amount of money um on a shoot like mm -hmm. it was it was enough to like pay rent for like half a year wow. that's how much from the yeah I was like wow like okay I gotta keep doing this did you ever not get a part and think, man, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like when you first started, were you ever second guessing if this was going to be the career for you? Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, I, I feel like as people, we often compare ourselves to others. So I would see friends that were signed to the same agency as me or people on Instagram talking about, hey, I'm doing this. I'm booking this. I'm booking that. And I'm like, dang, you know, I'm I'm not really booking much right now. Like, is is this the right field? Should I really be doing this? Um, should I just go back and get a nine to five? But what I realized in that moment is, you know, what's for you is always going to be for you. So I had auditioned, uh, even recently, like I want to say a year and a half, two years ago, I auditioned for euphoria for one of the main characters in there. I didn't get the part. I was bummed out about it. But when the show came out and I watched the show, I was like, oh yeah, he's way more perfect for that role than I was. So sometimes we just have to, you know, look in the mirror and be like, okay, you know, that's not for me, but this is for me. And what's for you will always be for you. Do you do that often? Like if you don't get a part, do you watch the show or the, the like to see who got the part? Cause you've tried out for Netflix reality shows too. Do you ever just watch them? It's like, man, I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes I'm like, dang, I could have did that way better than him. But mm -hmm. other times mo more often than not, I'm like, you know, they picked the right person. The casting department did a good job. But sometimes, yeah, they didn't do a good job. Now, fast forward, you're really into this community, the entertainment, the modeling. What's a normal day for you now like? 
Uh, I would say a normal day is me just at the house playing 2K a little bit. Um, I might film a couple soap tapes. Mm-hmm. And then if I have something on my schedule, like yesterday, I filmed a commercial for a casino uh, company up in Oklahoma. So I had to wake up at like 4.30. My barber came over, cut my hair at 5.30. And then I was out the house at 7.30, headed up to Oklahoma. And I stayed there until like 7.30 p.m. And then I came back. But that's that's typically my day usually. And you're you're constantly traveling. I know you're in Texas and you're going to LA frequently. You just said you were in Oklahoma. How does that traveling life affect you? I think it's pretty great because um when I first started traveling a lot, it was with my then fiance, now wife, and it was really fun. We got to like build a bond, like like really, really tight. We got to try new food see new culture, open our eyes to a lot of stuff because sometimes we think, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm one of the best in Texas, but it's just Texas. Like when you broaden your horizons and you get out there, you're like, dang, okay, they're doing this in LA. We got to get on this level. We got to be able to compete with them. I don't want to just be the best, you know, in Texas. I want to be the best to ever do it or the best I can be. So it definitely helps. That is, that's awesome, man. That's, that's really awesome. So how does one go about booking like stuff? Do you have an agent that does that for you? Are you, you're just your own company? How does that work? So it's, it's all, all of them. So I, I am my own company. Uh, so I, I help find my own stuff. Sometimes um, I book stuff directly with companies through myself sometimes. And then I have an agent in Dallas. She's very, very great. I just recently uh, changed agencies in Dallas because I wasn't getting a lot of work um, from my previous agent. But this agent, Leah McCauley, she's like excellent. Um, I'm talking, she booked me this casino commercial and I've only been signed to her for three weeks now. And every day she's sending me stuff to, you know, do this self-tape, go to this audition. And then my other agencies, I have one in Ohio. I just recently signed to them as well. Uh, Seagull Models, they're great. They helped me work on posing. And then NYMMG, which is the biggest agency I'm signed to, they're amazing. Um, They give me a lot of like TV auditions. And yeah, I love it. So when you're going out to these auditions, when you're named all those agencies, how do you get paid and how do they get paid? So the way it works is, for example, if I have a shoot and let's just say it's a thousand dollars. I'll go do the shoot and oftentimes they're either net 30 or net 60 accounts. So it takes 30 to 60 days for me to get paid. Once they send the payment, they send it to my agent. My agent takes their percentage, which is usually between 10% and 20%. And then they send me the check or they sell it to me. That's pretty, that's pretty easy. You talked about traveling because you are recently married. You also are a dad. So how does that affect your scheduling, how you pick projects, because your son is at the point now where school is a thing and you're going to have games and stuff like, how do you work that out with being a dad? So it's really a balancing act. Um, I'm very thankful that my mom lives here in Texas. She lives about 10 minutes away from me. So I try to book my shoots on weeks that I don't have my son, which is every other week. Um, And I try to book my travel every other week as well. And then, I mean, it's it's pretty easy right now. I'm just interested to see how it progresses in like middle school, 
or high school if he's playing football or basketball or, you know, an extracurricular activity. Is he old enough to understand that his dad is on TV doing commercials, things like that? Yeah, he knows. He's, he's actually signed to one of the agencies I'm signed to. Oh, he's, wow. He's interested in doing modeling and acting as well. So it's pretty cool to watch him do something that I love to do as well. That's awesome. So, Adam, when you when you think about if you just think about you when you were younger, if you could give yourself some advice, and this is also advice for a kid in like Columbus, Ohio, who's going to be maybe listening to this thinking, oh, I want to be a model like Adam. What type of steps do they need to take to get to your level? Hmm. Okay, so I would say, A, you always want to be your authentic self. Um, oftentimes we try to be what other people want us to be. And usually it's not as good as if you were just yourself. So it took me a while to learn that, like, Hey, just, just be yourself. People are going to like you or they're not going to like you. But at the end of the day, you want to be yourself. Um, B, I would say shoot in front of a camera as much as possible. You want to get comfortable in front of the camera. Don't look too stiff. Don't look too mad. Uh, you want to move around every time you hear the camera click. You can practice that in the mirror. You can practice it you know, outside and just work on moving your body. And then I would say always, you know, take advice. You know, if someone says something, they're doing it and saying it to help you. And that's going to help you grow. Um, I would say study some of the greats, look in magazines, see how people are posing and just try to create your own style and just run with it. That's really good advice. I know you said the Solange thing was your biggest break. What's the biggest tv show netflix show you've been on i've been on all american that was really surreal it's actually i was looking at my snapchat memories today i filmed that exactly a year ago today wow um i was at warner brothers studios and it was it was crazy like i know it was covid precautions so we kind of couldn't talk to everybody mm -hmm. but just going on that set seeing the cameras and the screens it made me realize like yeah i want to be here as long as i can have you done any like motion picture movies yet? So I had the opportunity to, but I didn't. I was supposed to film this movie called Shirley in Cincinnati last year, mm -hmm. but the main character's son died oh. um, in real life. So it kind of pushed back the timetable when they would film. So I, I couldn't meet that film date. So I, I wasn't able to do it, but I'm working on it. Okay. We could definitely... Cannot wait to see you on the big screen. Uh, Adam, as we're reaching the end, man, it's your first episode on the L7C podcast. Two things. One, do you have any shout outs for anyone? And two, if people want to get in contact with you, get some tips, follow you on socials, where could they find you? Okay. So, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at OneButter. Um, you can email me at Adam at AdamJabari.org. Shout out to B Ridge because they always, you know, show love. They post stuff in the group chat um, about modeling, about my stuff. And they always push me to be, you know, pretty great. Shout out to my wife, Ashton Davis. Um, she photographs a lot of the stuff on my page and we just push each other creatively. Um, shout out to my family and shout out to Columbus, Ohio, because, you know, that's where I was born. And that's what helped cultivate me. Awesome. And just again, to your wife, your wife is also very talented in her own right, as she is a photographer for the Dallas Mavericks as well. 
Yeah, she shoots the Mavs. Yes. It's a very, 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 very talented household in the Davis household. But with that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening to the L7C podcast. Thank you, Adam, for coming on, making your debut. Definitely would like to have you again in the future, getting your thoughts on where the modeling world is going um, and seeing how it evolves as we keep going and going with technology. So definitely want your expert opinion on that in the future when in your so crazy schedule. But with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.